Hello, internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. Ooh, I'm Zach. And we are here for some st- the Star Wars War. <laughs> so uh, we talked about this for a really long time, and we are going to rank every movie um, from 1 to 11. I went on the tiermaker.com. And I have a little tier that we can put while we make decisions on what is going to be from 1 to 11, or 11 to 1, however you look at it. But uh, anyway, this is episode 105. So before we get into this, we always have a tradition. Uh, what has everybody been playing or doing? I'll start with Zach mm. as he chugs his Gatorade. Uh, I've been playing... Uh... Final Fantasy VII Remake still, sporadically, uh, although I got a good chunk done this past weekend. And I've uh, been playing uh, Tomb Raider on PS1. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I've actually had fo- more fun playing it than what I thought I would. <laughs> um, what else have I played lately? A little bit of RE6. Need to actually go to dig into that here shortly and really get it done that game is pissing me off i messaged you like at 2 a.m in the morning or maybe 1 a.m but that i'm playing on pc yeah (laughs) controls are fucking terrible why don't you just use a controller i did and it's even worse what the fuck yeah (laughs) okay like i don't know what it is with the camera on, I don't know, because I tried to change it to inverted to X, whatever the other normal version is. And I was able to play it with mouse and keyboard. The shooting is terrible. And I forgot how annoying the game could be. How does the aiming work? Is it mouse actually aiming? I guess my, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you use the, uh, just how you would use your mouse i think the right click is to like look down sights and stuff and then you shoot okay i don't know how to use my her- her- herbs in the fucking game i don't know how to use my grenade in the game uh, on the keyboard i just i i got i rage quit last night i i, <laughs> I played for an hour and got pissed off sounds like you need to play it on console i might i might actually have to buy it on console but what what else have you been playing or watching? Um, I think that's that's kind of been it actually so far. I, watching, I watched a couple of Star Wars movies to kind of refresh my memory. One I never saw before, so I kind of did that. And uh, I also watched uh, Expendables, hmm. just because I was like, I never, you know, I've never actually seen that movie before, and. Uh, a guy I follow on YouTube is doing. He was doing a crowdfunding campaign for an Expendables graphic novel, and like Sylvester Stallone's involved in it, and he wrote some of the story. <laughs> so I was like, I, you know, maybe I should see if I like this or not. Uh, I feel like maybe I will because it's just a bunch of action movie guys doing an action movie. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. I liked it. Nice. Uh, maybe one day we should all watch every single expendable movie what, what are they up to like four now i thought there was just three there's just three. Oh, i saw the first one in theaters it was it was a lot of fun i never saw the second or third though 
The third one, oh wait, no, that's a different movie with Arnold and Sylvester Stallone. I think it's like they're trapped in a prison or something. Yeah, prison, some fucking breakout or some bullshit. Like, <laughs> they did a couple of those. Yeah. Prison Guys, the movie. Andy, what about you? What have you been playing or watching? Uh, I finished Clone Wars. Um, I was hoping to, to uh, get it into the conversation a little bit, but... Uh, it's it's outstanding. The series gets better and better and better and better, and then it ends. Um, and then I've been playing a whole bunch of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm in Chapter 17. I'm in the end game. I'm running around Shinra Tower. And uh, Animal Crossing. Still keeping up with Animal Crossing. Got to check on them turnip prices, man. Um, Final Fantasy. I'm, I, I said in uh, Facebook uh, earlier today that I was up to the part where you fight the house. Hell house. And I didn't even notice that this was coming because I was like, oh, after you fight those two mechanical, like, Metal Gears, I call them, um, like, I'm like, oh, we won. You know, we're the champions. Just like, Oh, yeah, they, they punk you. They're like, oh, there's one more fight. Okay, you win. Okay, hang on. There's one more fight. Yeah. And I, I was like, all right, it's a house. How, how, bad, how bad could it be? <laughs> and I, I didn't notice... The, I mean, I noticed that the lights were changing color, but I didn't notice that I had to use my, like, fire or ice and all that stuff, or thunder, and it literally took all my phoenixes down, took all my high potion, mega potions, and potion, and I pretty much died at the end, and I said, everybody, have a good night. I'm leaving, because <laughs> I'm, <not, laughs> I'm not doing that fight again, because it took me... You gotta use assess. You gotta use assess on everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was really annoying me is that he has that fucking force field up like ninety percent of the the fight. Yeah, that pisses me off too. And it, this, you know, your summon uh, fucking doesn't do shit. <laughs> he did like a little chunk, and I was like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> but you got to be careful with the summons because they do elemental damage, mm. and you don't want to be doing the wrong kind of damage in that fight. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta assess a little bit more when I fight. I'm more of a just fucking go in and see what happens and grind it and see if I win. And like you can, you can assess and it'll tell you what what element it is at that time. But I mean, like you got to assess stuff when you see it for the first time in the game, so you like understand what the deal is. After that, you can just look at the house and tell what element it is, and then. In, it's not even rock, paper, scissors. It's just ice for fire, fire for ice, wind for lightning, lightning for wind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, other than that, is there anything else you've been playing or watching? No, not really. Uh, a lot of my free time has just all been lumped into Final Fantasy. I, I can tell I'm kind of near the end, so I'm, I'm really really pushing through. I got I got two people's final weapons, and I've got to be close to the other ones, I assume. I'm trying to do as little of it with a walkthrough as possible. I think I got the last summon, as far as I know. Pretty sure, because it's a pretty, pretty fucking badass one. I'm taking my time with Final Fantasy because one, I'm not that type of person that likes uh, parts in a game. I, I just give me the whole fucking game, so I've been just like slowly going through it. Even though the, the next game is probably going to take like fucking ten years at least, or mm. maybe five. If we're I'm really worried about yeah, what now? You know. Mm. <laughs> But uh, other than that, I, I've been playing Final Fantasy, obviously. I've been playing Resident Evil 6, which I already said before. Um, I've been watching other things that 
you know, we said we're not going to touch upon that I won't talk about. Um, there, there's no movies that I was interested in watching during these two weeks. I feel like there was a movie that I watched. Because <laughs> I, I visited my parents. I remember that. It didn't make an impression, whatever it was. <laughs> Forgot. Oh, dude, I, I, I think I forgot. But anyway, uh, I sure think it will come down the road. Oh, I've been watching a lot of like documentaries about aliens and shit. There's this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was this one uh, Amazon uh, documentary about like how you could like use your mind to talk to the aliens and shit. It was weird. I, I, and, and apparently, like, the aliens are in the fifth dimension. That's why they go in and out of our atmosphere. I'm like, no, maybe they just go in and out of our atmosphere because they have better technology. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, been doing that. Uh, Animal Crossing's not getting my attention, which I thought it would when I first bought it. But then again, maybe it will down the road. You're neglecting your villagers, you monster. <laughs> you think they left? Do you think they're like, fuck this place? Um, I know they can eventually. I don't know. Every Animal Crossing like tweaks the rules, you know, like the way things happen. So I don't know. I don't know if they did or not. I'll let you guys know next week, see what happens to my villagers. But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I've been playing and watching. Uh, actually, yeah, I, I, I should talk about that I watched Empire Strikes Back. Uh... I also watched The Phantom Menace again. And I watched Solo again because I wanted to see if my opinion changed on those movies. And some did and some didn't. So. I rewatched some Star Wars too, but I, I was going to hold off on that. Yep. All right, guys. Are we ready? Yeah. I guess. The Star Wars War. <laughs> What do we do? We start at the top or the bottom? Uh, let's start from the bottom and then start all the way to the top. And all right. What's the worst Star Wars movie? I have The Last Jedi. Okay, Zach. What do you have? Attack of the Clones. That's what I have. Attack of the Clones because it's the worst one. It's boring. It's so awful. <laughs> like the fight at the end is cool, but it's like twenty minutes maybe. There's some cool scenes here and there, like when Obi Wan fights a fucking uh, Jango. Uh, no, it's Boba Fett. <laughs> when he fights Boba Fett. <laughs> but um, this is one of the ones I rewatched to prepare for this. <laughs> um, I actually rewatched Clone Wars because I thought now that I'd seen the Clone Wars, the show, maybe I would have an increased appreciation of it. Nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Now, uh, when we talk about Revenge of the Sith, though. My opinion on that one has changed drastically. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, the last Jedi I felt like was more boring compared to the Clone Wars. I don't even have Last Jedi in the bottom half. Oh, geez. me either. <laughs> like I realize that most most internet dwelling neckbeards think the Last Jedi killed Star Wars and all this stuff, but I really admire The Last Jedi. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend it as a great piece of cinema. It's not. The movie is still kind of bad, but 
man, it, it tried a lot of stuff and some of that stuff worked and some of it didn't. And they really needed to cut off like the last half hour of it and a bunch of other problems. But there's a lot of stuff that happens in that movie I really like. I'm still endlessly intrigued by the idea that uh, Kylo and Ray almost team up. And God damn it, I wish they would have. Like, that would have made the third movie so cool. But there's a lot of stuff about The Last Jedi that I really think is a lot better than people give it credit for. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I guess, what I liked about Clone Wars a little bit more is uh, learning about the Stormtroopers a little bit and how they were cloned and... That's it. <laughs> but uh, he- here's how we're going to handle things. Since we are three people, if obviously the you know two people against one uh, choose against uh, you know my last pick, then that will go at a number eleven. So since you guys picked Clone Wars, uh, we are going to put Clone Wars at number eleven. I'll mute. You mean Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Clone Wars, the TV show. I actually put Mandalorian and the Clone Wars on my list just for for fun, just to see, like, challenge myself. Uh, I ended up putting Clone Wars, the TV show, at number fucking four. I liked that series a lot. Wait. You put the Clone Wars at number the four? Show. We Are we including shows? Nah, I just did it to challenge myself. Oh, okay. He just wanted to see where it would fall. Yeah. I was it like, and the Mandalorian are on my list. I was like, fuck, I'm bamboozled. I didn't see Mandalorian yet or fucking Clone Wars. I mean, Clone Wars is fucking six seasons long. I didn't expect you to watch all of it in the time that we decided to do this. And I haven't started Rebels yet, so. Mm-hmm. Rebels. All right, what do you guys have at number 10? Uh, one. The Phantom Menace. Oh, my God. I have Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. I hate Rogue One. Why? <laughs> um, the It's basically just a special effects demo reel. The movie looks super awesome. I love the fights in it. I love the X-Wings flying around and shooting at stuff in space and then coming down and shooting at AT-ATs. Looks awesome. Characters in it. Dolls Dirt. None of them are interesting. None of them develop at all. Uh, it's just it. The movie's boring. It bores me. It, it, it sucks because they put the two, so much money in it. The two uh, Donnie Yen and the other dude, they they had personality. No, they, <laughs> they were, were just like cool. The old... They were just cool. That's why you like them because they're fucking awesome. They were Donnie like the Yen. Ma- they should have just made the movie about someone more interesting. They should have just taken Donnie Yen, given the character some character development, and made the movie about him and the Mandalorian guy, fella. Or, or better yet, and I know Plinkett suggested this, but I kind of thought this before. Make it about Mad Mads Mickelson's character. Way more interesting. Mm, yeah. Or I would actually, you know, the uh, the Japanese guys. I would want to see more of them uh, than Chinese. Donnie, Donnie Chinese. Yen is Chinese. not Japanese. He's Chinese. Whatever. <laughs> you know the Chinamen are great characters. But didn't they have like fucking? <laughs> Never mind. I, I already dug my hole. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, Rogue One is chapter two of a three-chapter book called Great Actors That Star Wars Has Completely Wasted. This chapter, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? For real? Yeah. And uh, the first chapter is um, Christopher Lee in Clone Wars, and the third chapter is Max von Sydow in uh, Force Awakens. 
And there was a lot of shit that was cut in that movie, by the way. I mean, I still have it pretty high on my list. Just because, Which one, Rogue One? Yeah, just because of, I guess, the payoff at the end. I think if they didn't have that Darth Vader scene, I think that movie would have been, just how you were saying, boring. The characters were expendable in every possible way. Um, I will say the beach scene was pretty cool because that's different in Star Wars universe. When you see stormtroopers uh, fighting on a beach... And so seeing, seeing Darth Vader is what saved the movie for you. You can just see Darth Vader in other movies that are better. Yeah, leagues better. Yeah, I mean, Zach, where did you put Rogue One? Uh, well, I put it at seven actually. Okay, okay. Which it's like to me, it's like is the action in it was kind of cool, but the characters are lacking severely in it. Oh, yes. That's the, the biggest problem with it, honestly. Yeah, it's got, like, it's great, like, set design. It has that lived-in Star Warsiness, but... Uh... Just, yeah, there's just nothing to that gets you into, like, what's going on. Wait, where do you have where do you have Rogue One at? Number seven. I have it at number six. Oh. We're getting a little head, though. Yeah. Uh... I, just, I just wondered, that's all. Zach, you said you have Phantom Menace down here, right? Yes, I do. I, uh, you're just one off of where I've got Phantom Menace. I had Phantom Menace at nine. Oh, okay. Well, Phantom Menace for me is like patient zero of like when Star Wars really started to get off the rails. No, you're right. It is. In, that's that's a fact. In movies, and it's just I remember even when I watched it in the theater, like I, I trust me, I was caught up in all that hype when I was a kid and everything. But then I watched movies like this is like kind of boring. Compared yeah. to the old ones. I uh when we did this initially, I had Phantom S way higher and infamously amongst my friends, it was my favorite of the prequels, like forever. But this last time I started watching more stuff and I just I can't I can't do it anymore. It's Revenge <laughs> of the Sith now. Um there's so much about Phantom S that I think I want to like. I think that's what it is. Like I have this hang up on that movie because when I was a kid and it came out. I was still that age where you like like something, but you don't know why, and you defend it because you feel like it's your thing. And yeah, that, that's stupid. No, that movie sucks. I, you know, I, I can admit that now. I agree with what you're saying, though. There, that movie does have a quality about it that you want to like it, and I, I think it's just the timing of when it came out and how old we were. Mm-hmm. It's just because, yeah, I still feel that way about it. Like I should, I wish this was better than what it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's little like like flashes of greatness in there, and you, then it doesn't work out. Darth Maul is still really badass. I yeah, care. I love Darth Maul, and I mean, if you love Darth Maul, then you, you fucking watch Clone Wars. Holy shit, they do so much with this character, so much. I've I've heard about that. Um, I have Rise of Skywalker at number ten, not because I'm an internet dwelling neckbeard, um, but you are. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Um, so you hate the sequel trilogy, it sounds like. Yeah, the only one I actually really like is Force Awakens. Boo. Uh, even though it's the New Hope, uh, you know, remake or whatever. Yes. Or, or retelling. Uh, I felt like that had good setups of storylines. And then when my thing is Star Wars needs a roadmap like Marvel in today's no. in today's world no i think 
I think Sorry, I'm being an asshole. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if if they planned out these trilogies like how they planned out Marvel Universe, I think it would have been a lot better. I That's felt- what they tried to do, and it fell on its face. No, they gave they gave they said Ryan Johnson, you have this movie, and J.J. Uh, Abrams, you have this movie, and and eventually this movie. Now go do your thing. And they all didn't communicate, obviously, because Ryan Johnson had a different view compared to what J.J. Abrams had. And then Disney had to be like, hey, let me put my hands in this and pretty much made shit. And uh, I, the only positive thing I'll say about Rise of Skywalker is that it was enjoyable to watch. But it was so fast. It was like going on a roller coaster and you're just seeing the scenes happen. Isn't that movie like two hours and 30 minutes, 38 minutes or something? Yeah, it yeah. feels like it. But at the same time, it's like, what the? You get like whiplash. Yeah, like, especially at the beginning. Holy shit. They're like, okay, uh, we got to fix Last Jedi real quick in 20 minutes. And then we're going to have a movie. I, I think a good move would have been, um, and I understand it's not part of the trilogy, but imagine like. Having Rise of Skywalker and not having uh, Palpatine in the beginning. And then we find out about him at the end and then fucking end it on a cliffhanger and say to be continued for a movie. One, that might have caused outrage because they're like, oh, you know, trilogy, you know, Star Wars are always about trilogies. Uh, But again, I think this movie would have been great if it was a two-parter because then you'd be like, why the fuck is Palpatine back? Like if we if we never got that laugh in the trailer, because remember when we heard the laugh, we're like, is that just like a force, uh, you know, a Sith ghost that is like laughing in like I don't know Kylo Ren's head or uh, Ray's head or something like that, or is he, are they gonna have like a fucking ghost battle? Which I thank God they didn't have that because I I would I think I would have cringed if I saw like force ghost fighting each other. Um, <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, but. Uh, I think it it could have been sal- salvageable and having, you know, after the fact that the movie came out, be like, hey, Palpatine was a clone. That's not the original Palpatine. I think that would have been also great to be put in a movie and learning about like, oh, pa- you know, that's Palpatine, but it's not really the Palpatine. And what really fucking sucked in that movie is he was a clone and he, like, summoned all those fucking Death Stars and shit. All those ships that just came out of fucking nowhere. It was, the, the end scene was so fucking stupid. Seeing Palpatine on a little fucking machine and stuff. Like he was, uh, I don't know, Weekend at Bernie's or something. There's a ton of holes in the writing in that movie. It's mm-hmm. like Swiss cheese. And I think, I think what really killed it, like, there was, there was obviously a good part with Poe. Like I really want a Poe movie. Uh, mm, I used to. I, I used, used to. Wanna. After after Last Jedi, it was hard to like. I still like Poe. I, I I rewatched um, Force Awakens this morning. It was the most recent one that I watched to prepare for this, and make they make him like really interesting and likable in it. And then in Last Jedi, I I know some people hate it, but I like that first scene where he's like fucking with the guy on the radio. Like it's he's buying time and it makes sense in his character and stuff, but then the rest of that movie just fucking tears down his character. It's like he gets character assassinated pretty much, <laughs> big time. And then and then in um, he's not the only one either. 
No. But then in Rise of Skywalker, they you could tell that that had happened, and they like pulled back on that character or something. It's like he was doing he was doing less or something. I don't know how to describe it, but I just I remember thinking, oh, he's not contributing as much as I'm used to. Yeah, and the thing with Rise of Skywalker that like with Poe's character, I'm like, this is kind of interesting about the spice run. Who is this lady? Um, I don't know. I forgot her name. Don't really care because it, you know, something happen. bliss. Yeah, not Alexa Bliss. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, they they always have to have. Oh, what really pissed me off was the C three PO when he like erased his mind and shit. I thought that was stupid. Uh, yeah, it amounted to nothing. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, like plot points, like they or what do they call Griffins or whatever, MacGuffins, MacGuffins. I don't know why I said Griffins. MacGuffins. Yeah, you're like, oh, you know, get this object, you know, and then the it was, Sith holocron. Right? Yeah. The what? The Sith holocron or whatever it was called. Yeah, they don't was, even call it that. They call it like a wayfinder. That's right. I, I just that was my old my my old Star Wars brain. Same here. I was like, is that a holocron? It's a wayfinder. I'm like, they should have just called it that. It was clearly no, it, a holocron. It doesn't exist anymore. That shit doesn't exist. I know it. <laughs> they made Finn something that was supposed to be a little important, down to just being Finn. They didn't know what to do with him anymore. Yeah, I swear to God, when they when they start showing like all the uh, press stuff and trailers for Force Awakens, they make Finn seem like he's like a main character, like he's gonna be like a big part of the plot and everything, and then he ends up being like not really at all. Yeah, <laughs> but then uh, I think what really, you know, kind of was bummed out about is Raid had a, a dud of a storyline. I mean, obviously, she beat Palpatine to become, like, this, you know, hero, but, like... I don't know. Ray's kind of a dud of a character. Yeah. I like her okay. Like, I'm not... You guys are... I mean, you mostly... Dubs, you're forgetting one essential character, and he has all the payoff in this movie. Kylo Ren, he's the best character in the sequel trilogy. Yes, and I will agree with that. I think Kylo Ren, in the beginning, I was like, oh, you know... He's like a whiny emo bitch yeah, in the yeah. first one. And like a lot of people didn't like that, but it was interesting and different because he's not Darth Vader. They had to make that clear. This character is not Darth Vader. He wants to be, but he's not, and he hates it. He's a and, Darth Vader fanboy. And then they did something with that, and they built on that, and his character changes, and there's like a near redemption in the second movie, and then he gets like angrier than ever, and like... And then in the third movie, it all it all starts panning out. He's redeemed. He has a bunch of really interesting character moments. He has a bunch of really interesting action moments. Oh, I, I uh, like Kylo Ren saves the sequel trilogy for me because if it wasn't for Kylo Ren, I would be way more mad on all three of those movies. Yeah. Anyway, that's the reason why I have it at number ten. But now we have a uh, problem here because we all have three different movies. Uh, Triple threat, brother. So, Zach, you had Rogue One at number six, and or number seven, and I had it number number six. And uh, you have Phantom Menace at number ten. Where does everybody have their Rise of Skywalker? I know we're jumping around, but I'm just trying to think of a way that we could solve this. I put it at six. Oh, I put it at eight. 
All right. Um, <laughs> so here's how I think we could handle this. I, I will concede about not putting Rise of Skywalker at number 10, since you guys have it a little bit higher. So now I guess the only thing is, Andy, will you concede it being either 6 or 7 and putting Phantom Menace at number 10? Oh, yeah, you can put Phantom Menace at 10. That's fine. Okay. I mean, I, like I said, I have it at 9, so it's not even that far off of where I was going to put it anyway. <laughs> All right. Phantom Menace at number 10. All right. So my number nine is the uh, Attack of the Clones. So I have to bow out since we already did that at number 11. So where are you guys? What is your number nines? I already told you, Phantom Menace. Yep. Zach, what about you? Revenge of the Sith. Okay, where do I have Revenge of the Sith? Oh, I have that way higher. I used to have Revenge of the Sith way lower, but I hate to say it, but some some, some stuff that Dave Filoni said and also directed, I'm talking about Clone Wars, kind of made me look at it different. It still sucks. I still have it fairly low, but it's not this low for me. I have Revenge of the Sith at number four. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. Settle down! <laughs> Holy shit! Pump the brakes! Uh, I guess... I mean, I was worried about how high I had it. Jesus. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know how to handle this one either. Defend Revenge of the Sith. That's what I want. <laughs> you want me I to... Wanna hear, I, I want to hear. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely movie. interested. Like... Uh, I actually work with a guy who says it's his favorite Star Wars movie, but it's my favorite out of the uh, prequels. I'll say that. Um, it's mine now, yeah, it changed. My reasoning at it, number four uh, is because, and no, no surprise, the trilogy's in the top three. Um, we were building up to that point of Anakin become Sky, uh, becoming Skywalker, becoming Darth Vader, and I, I you know, after rewatching it again and again and again, because uh, I saw it like three times this year, uh, <laughs> that Anakin killing the younglings was just an amazing scene, and you got like a huge boner. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> no but it's like wow they put that in there I mean obviously they didn't show him like fucking <laughs> slicing the fucking kids and shit with the lightsaber but I was amazed like they had to like do a heel turn and we knew the heel turn was going to happen but we didn't know that he was going to kill kids yeah that I mean that kind of makes sense because they they kept tiptoeing around wanting to make him a dick in the second movie, he kills all those Tusken Raiders, and he's all upset because he killed the women and the children. But to us, the Tusken Raiders are still like faceless nobodies, and they don't show it. It's still kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. And then he's still like a good guy, and he's still like a good fella at the beginning of the third movie. And they really had to be like, no, he's fucking evil now. How do we show that? And, oh, I guess he could kill a bunch of children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll do it. And then obviously when he, you know, has that battle with Obi Wan and Obi Wan just fucking destroys him. Um, obviously the you know the cheesy part is when Darth Vader is going no, like I, I could have dealt without that. 
Uh, It'd be better if it was just like a rage scream (laughs) instead of no. (laughs) I think maybe, I don't know, using the force and like squishing the the metal bed that he was on or whatever was putting together his fucking Darth Vader shit. Just him like crushing it. Not having his scream at all. He was doing that. He was doing that in the scene. He was breaking a bunch of shit around him. Yeah, but just don't do his fucking no. Maybe they should do go back and do an edit of that instead of Han Solo's head jerk, and they could have Darth Vader not sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My thing is, mine is very biased because it was based off of nostalgia. Like we all knew that moment was going to come, and then seeing it in front of our eyes because uh, we always heard stories about like, oh, you know. The, uh, reading from the books and stuff, like Darth Vader was, a, you know, badass and all that shit. But what was he before that? And then hearing the stories about Anakin, and then seeing it. The only thing I hate was hating Christensen uh, being whiny fuck. That's the only thing I hated about it. I mean, read, read those lines and not sound like a whiny fuck. <laughs> Hayden Christensen gets a lot of undue hate, I think, because here's the thing. He was trying to method act that role, but the problem was he had George Lucas giving him direction. Yeah. So he had to follow his direction. I don't know. I can't speak to how good of an actor Hayden Christensen is, but I have a hard time believing it's all his fault. That's for sure. I, I don't either. I mean, hey, he made other actors that are really good, like, fucking boring or terrible, too. Right. Like, God damn it. Fucking Christopher goddamn Lee. God damn it. That pisses me off so fucking much. Samuel L. Jackson. Wow. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Forrest Whitaker. Boring. <laughs> Liam Neeson was fairly Liam Neeson, but usually you can kind of get into Liam Neeson, but that time he was just boring. Yeah, Liam Neeson, another great one. I said Forrest Whitaker, but Lucas wasn't responsible. He's supposed to be like this Maverick fucking Jedi and shit, but I don't really feel like it. Yeah, he just seemed like so like stoic and just like uh, he seemed like you could almost say he seemed stoned or something the whole goddamn time. He's always drinking gin. He's <laughs> always drinking gin. <laughs> so that's right, Jenny. So is that- I had meant at the beginning of this episode to tell our viewers, here's a good idea for a drinking game. Take a shot every time we bring up the red letter media videos for Star Wars, but they'd all die. Yeah, everybody would be dead. Mm. <laughs> um. So Zach, you have you have Revenge of the Sith at number nine, right? That's right. Unfortunately, the whole prequel trilogy is like at the bottom of my list, and it's Ooh. just because like, here's what sucks. I'll say this. The prequel trilogy feels more like Star Wars than the sequel trilogy kind of does overall, if that makes any sense. It does. But it's just executed so horribly, like on just the most basic levels. There's They, they feel more Star Warsy in all but one thing. Going back and watching them again, they're all like so clean looking. It's, yeah, re- yeah. And it's because of the, the period that CG was in at the time. So, Lucas had that, that obsession with the CG. Yeah, he wanted like, everything to look like that. I I understand why, but it's just weird for the Star Wars universe to look that way and then yeah. immediately look like A New Hope. And uh, it, yeah, yeah. But the the sequel trilogy, um, the art direction in it is really good. The art direction for all the sequel movies was 
right on point. So they, they got that right, in my opinion. So I'll, I'll say this. I'm going to concede my number four uh, of Revenge of the Sith uh, because Andy has his a little down more <laughs> than I do. Uh, so I'll, I'll go with number... We'll leave Revenge of the Sith at number nine for now, and we might make a little changes here and there. See what happens. Okay. So, uh, so where is it? Got to find a picture. There we go. Revenge of the Sith at number nine. So my eighth is Phantom Menace, which we already have that at number ten. Uh, what is your guys' number eight? Um, who talks first? You talk first. Do I talk? I'll, first? Do, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, I I'm making a joke because mine's uh, Force Awakens. God damn it! Because <laughs> he says that in Force Awakens. <laughs> uh, I got Rise of Skywalker at eight. Okay, so it's pretty much Rise of Skywalker. Actually, no, it's a. Uh, Rise of Skywalker versus Force Awakens. So we have Rise of Skywalker. We don't have Rise of Skywalker up there. So you guys have to debate those. I mean, I, 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 I have to admit, I'm willing to concede a higher place for Force Awakens because it really is a pretty well written and acted and directed movie. It's just I can't get over it. It uses that crutch of being so similar to other Star Wars movies, specifically New Hope. But it is actually a good, enjoyable movie. Like I said, I watched it this morning, and I wasn't bored. Like, it was still entertaining. Every once in a while, I'd be like, why did that happen? Why is this going on? But it's a Star Wars movie. What the fuck am I worried about? Mm -hmm. So I can kind of see conceding, letting Force Awakens get up higher. And uh, what what was yours? Oh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, I see that. It's the movie is like, it's just so long and bloated and fucking just. It it was like the one lesson they didn't learn from Last Jedi. Yeah, it's like it got worse and then they everything compounded and. I I'm trying to find a good metaphor just to describe how I feel about it, but I can't. It's just a mess. <laughs> it is. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about it sometimes, but it's tiring. <laughs> there, there's a there's a lot in it that it's just like it almost it borders on tedium. Like the big the big super awesome mega star fight at the end, it it almost seems like they built a lot of the story around that idea. They're like, we need to have the biggest awesomest fight ever. This is the third movie in the third trilogy. It's gonna be huge. What if we built a bunch of Star Tours that had Death Star cannons on them? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh. And then they worked backwards from that. They're like, well, why don't they just use them to blow up all the planets? Oh, because there's the big mysterious field around it. Oh, but this, and why not that? And, and then it feels like a bunch of the, the story spawned from that idea. So, yeah, put put it down here. Rise, Rise of Skywalker, number eight. Rise of Skywalker, fall into eight. Okay. Number seven, I have Solo. Rogue I I have Revenge of the Sith. And uh, Zach, what about you? I have Rogue One at seven. He said Rogue One. Mm. Do we have Rogue One on the list yet? No, I have Rogue One at number six, and I have uh, Solo at number seven. We got to get Rogue One as low as possible. We, it's got to go now. Okay, since you conceded, 
Uh, well, because I had Rogue One at fucking ten. Like I've been ready every every time. <laughs> every time I'm like, we gotta get Rogue One on this list. It is. I'm not letting it get higher than this. <laughs> Zach, do you agree that the uh, Rogue One should be at number seven? That's where it's at for me. Oh yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, of course he agrees. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, it's to me, it's on that razor's edge of like. I still haven't seen that movie since it was it, it was in theaters, but it just doesn't do anything for me but at the same time like i i, I appreciated like the art direction and the, like, the action and stuff Dying I saw, in was cool i saw it most recently at christmas but i was drunk <laughs> <laughs> i missed that one unfortunately yeah, old star wars whiskey christmas but yeah the, the movie's boring and i can't stand it i don't think i'll I, i'm not i don't know if i'll ever watch it again i'm just saying i like <laughs> I think I would be more likely to watch any of the prequel movies than that. You know, as far as having a Star Wars movie on and not paying attention to it, like you're reading online or working on a project or something like that, Rogue One might be the best one because it's not like you have to be invested. You can just look at the screen and see pretty things once in a while. Star Wars shit's happening. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> and, and you can hear Alan Tudyk's voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was one of the few redeeming redeeming qualities in that movie. I, yeah, I, like, I, I liked character. his character, too, because of who yeah. he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Donnie Yen, the, Donnie Yen's buddy. Yeah, all, the, all these characters are, are cool, <laughs> but they're just one-note cool characters. They're all Darth Maul and Phantom Menace. It's like, oh, that character's fucking awesome, but uh, the, we don't know anything about him, and they don't develop. It sucks. Yeah. All right, it's better right. than Jen Urso. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another interesting uh, little Clone Wars fact, though. If, like, you know, oh, I wish we knew more about uh, Darth Maul and they develop him in Clone Wars. Um, uh, 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 Saul Guerrero, Forrest Whitaker's character, he's in Clone Wars as well. They develop his backstory. Whoa. So they 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 work on that a bit. That's good. So Rogue One and number seven. What does everybody have at number six? Because I had Rogue One, and my I I had Rise of Skywalker, so mine's already gone too. I have Last Jedi at six. Oh, I guess defend it. Uh, I guess Solo versus uh, the Last Jedi. Because I had I think so. Solo is the better movie than the last. Solo is a competent movie beginning to end. Last Jedi has a lot of like basic problems. I think. It has it has basic problems and it has vision problems i think too yeah no like solo uh for better or worse is a comprehensible three-act structure the characters all have a clear goal uh mm-hmm. they grow they have intercharacter pro- relationships uh, solo is a better movie than the last jedi i agree you know it's funny too because like the movie got a lot of hate when it came out like on the internet I think yeah. everyone is just revved up to hate it because of Last Jedi. I think Last I, Jedi is the reason Solo failed. I think so too. Yeah, but like, yeah, I watched it and I was like, "This is this pretty good." Yeah. Um, I I think Last Jedi, uh, and this kind of goes because Mark Hamill kind of flip flopped a lot on this. He was like, "Oh, this is not what." You know, Luke is all about. I don't agree with it, but I'm doing it because of you know, obviously money. And well, I mean, I know that the, there is a certain amount of authorship to fictional characters that belong to the actor, but Mark Hamill didn't write Star Wars. 
So I, I hate to sit, go against Mark Hample. Everything I've ever seen indicates that he's an incredibly likable, nice guy. He's interesting. He has a lot of good ideas, but well, he's not. He, he didn't write Star Wars. You're an actor, buddy. By that same token, though, neither did Ryan Johnson. He didn't create Luke Skywalker. He didn't create Luke Skywalker, but he did write what Luke Skywalker was going to do. Unfortunately for us, he, yeah, he did change the the personality of Luke Skywalker and what he uh, stood for, uh, and I think that pissed off a lot of hardcore fans. It didn't really piss me off, uh, only a little bit because I'm just like, what is happening? Why is Luke like wanting to kill a, I guess a teenage fucking Kylo Ren while he's sleeping? That was the biggest thing. Like. like I have a lot of mixed feelings about his character in that movie, but for the most part, I feel negatively about how it happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I almost everyone... It, it, it doesn't sit right with anyone. It's just... It's like, I don't think I, he'd I be can, like this. I can get over... I can get over... Like, the, the whole him killing him in his sleep, I can't get over that, but I can get over, like, him being like, oh, the Jedi needs to go away. I'm going to stay here. and Because that sets up the idea that Kylo Ren is, like, Jedi, Sith rebellion resistance sorry uh first order it, it's all we're, we're gonna get rid of all of it and that mm-hmm. sets that it sets up that moment for kylo ren so that you remember what luke said and now it's like in ray's head so it it does build tension for that one moment okay. so i will forgive them that and uh it is cool that he's he does stand by his principle of not leaving but he still ends up helping them i really like the the astral projection weird thing he does yeah that was a cool that was a cool scene yeah i I just there's so much about last jedi that i was like yeah we need more of this but they just stuck it in the wrong places i don't know like right after something would happen that was like no not that yeah good ideas in that movie it's just there was bad ones around them too there was a lot of good ideas in the movie but there was also everything finn and rose does in the (sighs) last half hour god damn (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> which I, the last half hour does include Luke doing the astral projection thing, but move that around, do something. I I didn't like that everybody has the force within them. I felt like that was more of like a marketing fucking uh, thing that they could do. I'd be like, oh, everybody has a force in them, you know. They... Well, that's that's part of the point of the force, right? It's in all living things. Yeah, they say they they establish that like in A New Hope, but. I think it was just like they seem to indicate like oh something's gonna happen later is they're gonna be like what's four sets of kids and get older and do shit and they could I mean, do force they could do force pull untrained the same age Anakin Skywalker the fucking Jesus of it doesn't have to force. be all of them it's just that one kid it's like oh there's a future generation that also can do the force and this kid is being like conditioned to to want to break out of of slavery chain or not slavery but you know chains of oppression and stuff like that no, yeah i know what you're saying it's just yeah. i don't the way they showed that was just kind of bothered me a little bit well yeah but then uh in rise of skywalker they they do they do that to the to the next degree and now finn has has jedi jazz i know he just has it just out of nowhere and it doesn't even like contribute much to the plot, except he gets to be like, "I have I to tell you something," and then nothing. You know, he just doesn't tell her. Yeah. JJ Abrams had to tell us. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. He did have to say that in an interview. So maybe that was a bad screenwriting decision if you had to explain it outside the movie. 
<laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah, J.J. Abrams doesn't know how to write movies. I do. Think I know better of, than he does. Duh. I, I do think he's a little bit of a hack. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe. Guy can write action movies. He's uh, uh fuck. I think Blanket said this. He's the thinking man's Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I, th- I, that sounds like something they said on Red Letter Media. I, I think I stole that. I'm pretty sure. Um, what else? Oh, uh, when uh, when Leia is like floating in space because she's like a force bubble. I thought that was stupid. God yeah, that, that's like the worst scene in the goddamn movie. I fucking hate that part. I broke out in laughter almost. I was like, oh, "What?" <laughs> I just couldn't believe that was happening. And it doesn't even like look good from a graphical perspective. It's no, like it looks... the, it's like the people working on that scene were like, oh, "I just want to get this over with." Uh, it, looked, it looked like a scene from like a movie from the mid two thousands. That's what it looked like. Looked all right, like... where are we? Where 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 are we on the right? Because it seems like we're we're all agreeing and treading old ground. Yeah. So I think. I'm going to concede since I have Solo at number seven, and that was my next thing. Uh, I'll put Last Jedi at number six. Or we will. Number okay. number five. I have, I mean, Andy, where did you have Solo at? Number four. I think it is the best Star Wars movie that isn't the original trilogy, and I'm ready to defend that point. Okay, so I, ha- I have Force Awakens at number five. Uh, Zach, what is your number five? Solo. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so I guess... I mean, what's left? Force Awakens for me. And then the, the original movies. Yeah, I mean, the original movies are one, two, three. And yeah. all, all we're debating is four and five, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Solo versus... So Solo is on the table, and what else? What are we trying to write? Force Awakens. Oh, fucking Solo is better than Force Awakens. Come on, guys. Explain. Uh, it's like I said, it's an incredibly coherent movie from beginning to end. It's one of the Star Warsiest movies that isn't in the original trilogy. It's really well acted. All the characters have like a clear goal. It's kind of a shame that Woody Harrelson isn't in the whole movie. Um, it's fun. It, there's there's a heist in it. There's two heists in it. Uh, it's got a couple low points, but the low points are all like, oh, that robot's a little annoying. But it's not, it doesn't break the movie. It's just a good movie, and it's super fun beginning to end. That robot was pretty annoying, and the, it caused Lando to have some really weird moments, I thought, that didn't really feel like Lando to me at all. Yeah. He should, though. Lando should be, like, a weirdo, and Lando should be interesting. He shouldn't just be a cool guy. But he is the cool guy. That's I what know. everybody knows him but for. He, they've got to give him more than that. They've so they give him, like, bad character traits? Uh, I wouldn't call him bad character traits. I thought so. They, they just use him as a foil for, for comedy. That's eh, fine. So are they, I mean, he could be funny. I just thought it was it, may, it felt demeaning to his character a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I can see why you think that, because I, I get it. But I, I still think it's, it's way more forgivable than, like, the droll copy-paste uh, that is sometimes Force Awakens. Uh, I don't know. I the only thing I found uh good about Solo was pretty much with Lando. Anything that what? Any- oh, so you liked him then? What? So you you got down on all the the character stuff with Lando. The only thing I hated about Lando is like, why is it? <sighs> This might be a little off because it's like it's Star Wars. It's a fantasy. Just 
Just him having a sexual relationship with a robot? They don't straight up, like, announce that that's what happened. And that's what makes it funny. It's because you fill in the holes. Like, they, they, like, allude to a bunch of stuff, and they, like, all but say it, but they don't. And then you start thinking, what the, did he fuck that robot? What the fuck is going on here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why it's funny. See, like, when I, I watched those scenes and like all that crap happened everybody said he fucks robots honestly we're not gonna do with the movie i felt like no i don't think he really did fuck that robot right <laughs> you, you you're supposed to to realize one way or the other that's that's the that's the best part about that because if they had just straight up told you one way or the other it wouldn't have been half as good as what it is i i did like my my issue I, is just sometimes how he'd act with that droid i was like is it i don't know about that it <laughs> like, is weird it is weird. I guarantee that that's all left over from when uh, Lord and Miller were doing that movie. Yeah. That's the other thing. I got, I got to give props to this movie for Ron Howard coming in and making it like a pretty good movie. A pretty good movie. Yep. With fucking like 70% reshoots or however much it was. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I would really like, I know this will never fucking happen from Disney, but I would love like a really comprehensive, like almost Criterion style supplement to solo detailing all of that i want to know everything that happened behind the scenes but i know i won't so i will say this though i like donald glover jr a lot as lando other than those parts i didn't that's not his fault though like i said this movie is well acted he i i honestly there were times where like if i just kind of glanced away for a minute or something and i heard him talking i was like is that billy like no it's not (laughs) it's fucking it's donald glover jr god damn it it's so good actor Good He's, fucking actor. He got all his mannerisms down perfectly and everything. I want to, I want to bring up the point. Uh, what I, because I did have this lower, but then like you're starting to bring up points for me. Um, seeing, wow, I, my voice cracked. Seeing, um, <laughs> <laughs> seeing uh, Darth Maul in this movie was, cool. was fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you can't be like, oh, this. This this speaks to the screen acting or the 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 writing or no it's just cool it's cool as fuck I goddamn it I love that part <laughs> everyone does and apparently See, I, I I thought there was gonna be a part where Darth Maul just fucking kills people because everybody's like Darth Maul's oh my god no like that that's what got portrayed to me I like, got lucky like, I didn't have it spoiled at all I was in the theater when I found out I was like holy shit that's awesome <laughs> I thought I thought it was gonna be like the Darth Vader scene from Rogue One. And it was like, no, he just like appeared and said some shit. And you're like, oh, my God, it's him. It's that's cool. Well, if you want to see some stuff like that, if you want to see Darth Maul fucking murder a ton of people, watch Clone Wars, man. Go watch I'm going to I'm going to um, uh, rumor is, is that there's a sequel for Solo coming out because of Darth Maul. Off, off and on, that rumor has existed. Like, they wanted to do it, and then they canceled all their projects, and then, then there was a rumor about it, and they said, no, we're not doing it. And then there was a stupid hashtag campaign, and they were like, oh, but we're casting some people. So I, they should. I don't know. I want to see a, a, I want to see a continuation of Solo's story and characters, but it doesn't necessarily need to be another Han Solo movie, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I, I know that sounds weird, but I want to see... Um, Again, I got to get back to Clone Wars. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's established in Clone Wars that totally sets up where Darth Maul is in Solo. Like, it makes perfect sense. And seeing that and then seeing Solo, I, 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 I got to know the conclusion to what's going on there. Like, that's that's too perfect and cool. But yeah, I hope they do. I, if it's another Solo movie, great. If it's a different movie, great. I don't care. 
make a Jar Jar Binks movie as long as we find out what happened to Darth Maul. I don't care. All right. But uh, yeah, uh, the other actors in the movie are great and all that. I like yes. the characters. There was characters. Uh, good action and all that stuff. It sounds like you guys agree with me. We should put Solo at four. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with four for Solo. And yes, I win. And then we'll put Force Awakens at number five. Five, okay. Like I said, I had it a lot lower. But that's okay. I get it. That's that's a good movie, too. And then, just for the record, at this point on my list, next was Mandalorian, then was Clone Wars, and then we actually got to the actual three. Just I like I like Mandalorian better than everything else we've talked about so far. Yep. <laughs> Me like, it's terrible. not even close. It's not even like, like it's like everything we talked about and then a huge fucking gap and then Mandalorian and Clone Wars and then another pretty sizable, fairly sized gap than the original movies. <laughs> but I mean, like a fucking huge fathom between where we're at to get to Mandalorian and then the other stuff. Speaking of the other stuff, what's number three? Ugh. I have Return of the Jedi. I have Return of the Jedi. I have a new hope. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So, I guess, Zach, explain yourself why a new hope is at number three. Because since we outvoted you, we just we want to get your opinion, and then we can chime in on what new hope is. I don't just say Ewoks. We all love Ewoks and want to hug them, but you got to have more than that. One Ewoks. Two. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I like New Hope a lot, uh, but sometimes I can definitely tell that it was a movie saved in editing. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas uh, I feel like Return of the Jedi overall is just a more polished movie. And even though there's something about it I don't really like in the plot that much, I can kind of ignore it, though. Yeah. Uh, I um, I worry you done. No, I was just going to say, like, uh, to me, uh, I thought Return of the Jedi had a stronger uh, had stronger themes going in it and stuff like that. Um, like with Luke and all, all that and Vader. And uh, I kind of like the three way finale going on in it. And if the Ewoks give me problems with like believability of them fighting stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, and I like, I like the uh, beginning part of the movie a lot too. It's just really good. <laughs> Uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, anyway, compared to like A New Hope, a little bit. Oh, come on! The beginning of New Hope is like one of the most iconic scenes in movies, though. The... I know, I know. I'm, I'm not saying I don't like it. Okay. I just like Return better. Okay, yeah. Them going to Jabba's palace. Yeah, and then like, cool. and then Luke Skywalker's all fucking cool and badass at this point because he's got a bunch of experience now. <laughs> I guess he grinded <laughs> on Dagobah. Yeah, he grinded on Dagobah. And, he, and he's, uh, all, he's all like blacked out and... like to me the, the movie really picks up the new hope does for me like after they start talking to han solo and they're, they get out of there that's um, not that's not too long to wait no it's not i'm just saying like the the pacing compared to the other two movies like how how long it takes to get there and i'm not complaining about it, it, it i want to make that clear it, it has to build up to that point it's it causes me to not like it as much as the other two all right, all right. Um, I just want to do a rebuttal for New Hope because I want to put New Hope above Return of the Jedi. Uh, when I was a kid, I would have agreed with you. Like, at face value, Return of the Jedi might be a little bit more of an entertaining movie than New Hope in ways. But there's a lot about New Hope that I've learned to appreciate, and it's like 
yeah, it might have been saved in editing a little bit, but I think that's part of it. That's part of the charm. It's like they thought they were only going to get this one movie, so let's let's fucking go all in on this story, even though like at the end the Empire is defeated, but not. Um, it, it, it's it, you can like feel that in the movie, like they they really had to like pull pull up uh, shoestring budget at times and. There's there's a lot to it, and a lot of people came together and did stuff like just right. New Hope was like almost kind of a, a miracle because George Lucas wanted to start making stuff outside of the um, studio system because he'd yeah. been fucked so hard when he made like THX and American Graffiti and some other stuff. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh damn it, I just want to make my own thing." And he shopped Star Wars around to like seven other studios before Fox was like, yeah, yes, here's a little bit of money, which is why, <laughs> you know, they just bought a bunch of like battleship models and put them on a piece of plywood and then drove by in a truck and, and like filmed an explosion on it and stuff like that. And it's that stuff that has like made me learn to appreciate new hope more and more and more over the years. Also, Alec fucking Guinness is a big part of why I like new hope. But that's funny though. Cause he fucking hates that movie. <laughs> he does. He like I I think someone asked him once like if he had any regrets he's like yeah maybe Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck him. Star Wars is great. So is everything else he was in. The guy was brilliant. But it's, you know. with New Hope, I do love the you know seeing Obi Wan like pretty much not give up but like just stand there and take it and then like turn into a fucking uh, Force ghost. Obviously, you know. Han Solo with the Millennium Falcon, uh, Chewie, and, yeah. you know, th- that last scene where, you know, use the fourth Luke and then he just fucking takes out that that's uh, that star. Yeah, that star, yeah. you hit it right. Yeah, I just, I get mixed up with, I get mixed up with Star Trek, Babylon 5, and fucking Star Wars. I don't know why Babylon 5 gets in the mix of that, but whatever. That, that part at the end where he takes out the Dementors. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, I, I felt like that was better written than Return of the Jedi. Like, obviously having uh, Luke... Darth Vader and Palpatine at the end, like, obviously that was leading up to that point where, you know, maybe Darth Vader would be a good guy. <laughs> and I didn't know he was going to throw him down the fucking uh, thing. Down a shaft. Yeah. Like, I, that was cool. Uh, that's an, also another iconic scene. Uh, but I don't know. I, I feel like New Hope is a little bit more better. And it, this is coming from a person that had a Return of the Jedi at number one. I rewatched this and uh, changed my mind. <laughs> I, I watched the trilogy again, and I just felt like New Hope was better than Return of the Jedi. So where's that? Where's that leave us? I, I think. I mean, if 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 we have to do it, I, we can kind of just overrule because it's two to one. But I wanted to come to a tighter consensus if possible, especially for the top three. Come on. Hmm. I mean, it's up to Zach. Does that concede to Return of the Jedi being at number three, or does he want to fight it to become number two? No, I, I can I can accept those two switching spots, uh, because of they all have like their caveats, both of them do. Um, I just personally prefer that one a little more. I will say though, A New Hope is the most Star Warsiest feeling of them all. Yeah, it just feels it's, like so warm and just nice to it's watch. It's warm and nice, and it's all dirty and 
fucking weird and shit. Lived in. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, we're all in consensus because I I think we all know it's going to be number one. So yeah, it's starting to sound like we're looking at Jedi three, New Hope at two, right? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, Empire Strikes Back, the best one. It's number one. Mm -hmm. Probably, and I don't know. I, I when I first saw this movie back in the nineties when my dad introduced it to me, I was like, "This is boring." Which one, Empire? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I was like, I mean, it was obviously surprising to be like, oh, my God, Darth Vader is his father. The fuck? Uh, but, like, during that time, everything seemed so boring to me. And it, it it didn't boggle my mind. And then I rewatched it again when we did our last uh, uh, thing. And I still, had, I still had the same feeling. I don't know what changed it now. Maybe because I went through all the... <laughs> the, the new trilogies and I just fucking uh, uh, just hated how they did those movies and I just needed to see the trilogy again and it changed my mind that Empire Strikes Back is a uh, well shot movie well written movie uh, sets up the moment for Return of the Jedi and I, I feel like that's why it's good and and I don't know. Let me hear your guys' opinions about Empire. Um, I heard somewhere once, I think it was just from like some dope's think piece on YouTube or something like that, about how Empire Strikes Back is a movie that shouldn't work but does. And it has something to do with like the way it's paced and the narrative structure. It's like they start out um, on Hoth, and everyone fucking loves Hoth, right? Because the fight there is cool. But... Um, it establishes that Luke is starting to know about the Force a little bit more because of the stuff with the Wampa, and that's important. But other than that, it's just like, you know, I can't eat. It's a big old fight. The Empire finds the Rebels, and now they got to run. Um, and then it's like a deus ex machina that tells – it's literally just uh, – Obi-Wan appears as a ghost and says, hey, go, go to Dagobah. And he's, Ben, Ben, um, uh, <laughs> that's system. Take him a system. Uh, oh, it, it smells bad on the outside. And they... <laughs> uh, he goes to Dagobah, and everyone else fucks off to Bespin. And it goes back and forth, and then eventually all plot points converge. This is what you want in a, a well-written story. And that's something that, like, um, Last Jedi barely pulled together, and a couple other Star Wars movies, like, didn't quite get right. But all the stories have got to, like neatly converge at the end for it to be satisfying and it gets that right but it's but everything everything in the middle is like it doesn't feel like it's quick it doesn't feel like it's getting to where you need it to be quick enough but then suddenly it just magically happens like there's something about empire strikes back that was just like made just accurately and well enough that we got like that that just oh man the perfect star wars movie i fucking love this movie god damn it i love this movie <laughs> zach what about you I I think when I was younger, I used to like Return of the Jedi best. I did too. But then when I got older, I, I liked Empire best. Um, because I, I and then it was funny because like certain things stood stood out to me a lot more. Like uh, one of my favorite sequences or whatever you want to call it in like any in film is just when Luke's training with Yoda. I love that so much. Yeah. Because you learn all, but all this backstory about all the Force stuff and everything, and he's like explaining it, 
but like Luke is like doing stuff the whole time, so it's not just this boring scene and him sitting here listening to him talk. Like they do in the prequels. Like they do in a lot of other movies. <laughs> and it's cool because you have Luke who's like young and he's like kind of impatient. He wants to like do stuff and just hurry up, but Yoda's like, no, you have to listen to me. Is is the dark side stronger? And he's like, No, never. <laughs> and, that, and that's that's a big part of why people like luke more because luke is us like we want to know i want to know all this stuff i want i want to get to the action i want to know more at the force i want to see darth vader i want to see him fight darth vader yeah let's go you know and then like you know don't you want to save your friends if they're in fucking trouble yeah of course you do like yeah luke is us that's something the original trilogy got and neither the sequel nor the prequel trilogy nailed uh the sequel trilogy tried but like ray doesn't feel like me and i'm not saying because it's a woman that has nothing to do with it but it's more like Ray is mo- motivated at first by like, oh, my parents are going to come back for me. And it's sad when you realize they're not. But I don't identify with that. And it's it's her motivations are very obvious and well-defined, but they aren't they aren't like what I would see. I, I don't identify with Ray. That's just that's what I'm trying to get at. And then in the prequels, I have no idea who I'm supposed to fucking identify with. Who's the main character? Is it Obi Wan? I don't fucking know. I don't identify with either of those weirdos, those weird emotional, emotionless weird. mannequins with with lightsabers. Weird, weird so, monks. Yeah, these weird monks. I don't do, identify with them. Do you think? But, but Luke. Ah, oh, I identify with Luke. Yeah, I get it. I'm impatient too. I want. I want to get to it, man. Come on, teach me how to use this laser sword. Come on. Hmm. Um, what I think really did well from this movie uh, to the Return of the Jedi is the scene where he's like, "Luke, I am your father," and like, in the th- in didn't Re- actually say that though. That's one of the most misquoted movie lines in history. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it? no. He's like, Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father, did he? And then he told me enough. He told me you killed him. You sure it's no, no or because I've already it's no, it is no. He says no, I am your father. Oh. And then he goes, "That's not true." It's impossible. <laughs> Watch it. And he doesn't say Luke. I, I I don't know where that came from, but it's like one of the most famously misquoted movie lines. But yeah. any, anyway, when he's you know Sorry, yeah. says he's his father, like in Return of the Jedi, when you know Darth Vader is like, "Oh, my son is gonna be with me" and all that stuff. Like you were like. Is Luke going to do it? Is he going to join his father? I mean, obviously, you know, watching movies, be like, that's never going to fucking happen. And this is the last movie in a trilogy. Why would they have the good guy become the bad guy? But there was a little, little, little tiny thing. Be like, it could happen. That's why I like that moment in Last Jedi. It has that going on. I guess. I, 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 yeah, that's, that's the, that's another parallel and i know i said do it as well no i guess guess, maybe not maybe not i don't know sort of i mean they didn't they said like you know like luke's fighting vader and he's getting fucking pissed i uh (laughs) i've I've already established the empire strikes back is vastly 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 superior to last jedi but in a way i can see ray joining kylo easier than i can see luke joining vader yeah sure I can buy that, especially yeah. since Ray has way less of an established character. Yeah, it's like <laughs> she's not worried. She like I'm obviously she's got friends. She's got Poe and Finn and and all those. But I don't know. It, it like I I could see that more than like the Luke Vader thing. So there's a little less tension there, but it doesn't matter. You don't need that fucking tension because you just found out that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Like that that right there. That's 
the star of that scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, and, and in Last Jedi, they try to kind of do it, but it's that that um, that fart in the wind instead, where they're nobody. They they sold you for drinking money, which I still like, but apparently I'm the only one because they fucking retcon the fuck out of that. I just think they didn't know what the hell they were doing. I mean, they JJ JJ yeah. Abrams brought up the idea like, oh, she could be something, and then Ryan Johnson's like, nah, bitch, like you know, she's a nobody, and then in the third one, they're just like, oh, great idea, she is somebody, she's Palpatine's granddaughter, but then you're just like, who's the fucking daughter then? From the perspective of this is the last part of the Skywalker trilogy, it was a really dumb move. She has to be someone, or else telling the story doesn't matter. But god damn it, I liked it better. I don't know why. Maybe it's the the like the, the shitty pessimist in me, but I like <laughs> that. I, I I liked that it's it's nobody. It's just it's a coincidence that you use the force so well. It just kind of happened. Fuck you, I guess. I'll concede that it's better than what ended up happening. What her being Palpatine's, yeah, hmm. I hated that. I was like, "What the? F- I wasn't a fan. I, it I it seemed like, like it seemed like some a bunch of writers were in a room and they were like saying, "Well, who's whose daughter is she?" And they just started naming big Force users. Oh, Mace Windu, Yoda. I don't fuck Mace Windu. <laughs> I, I that's you know they were all no, can't she's not black, which wouldn't matter necessarily, but whatever. I would have bought. The the old theory I, I thought I kind of liked was was Obi Wan. Yeah, I liked that one too. I could have bought that. Yeah, yeah. I could have got down on that. But I there, uh, I still would have liked it. But uh, Clone Wars establishes the one and only one time like Obi Wan. Hey, th- uh, what? Think about this too. If it was Obi Wan, that could offer more thematic jousting. With Kylo and Ray, yeah, Kylo's kind of like Vader. Ray is literally Obi Wan's daughter, or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like, ooh, what? Hey, it's like you're fighting again, kind of. That could have yeah. been cool. It could have been cool too. But uh, yeah. like I was in, in Clone Wars, there is kind of a romantic interest for Obi Wan, and they they explore that. And it is it a weird they... alien or something? No, 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 not at all. Okay, she's actually a Mandalorian. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but. They they kind of established that that was the one and only time that he like came away from like his stoic Jedi training and like was actually like falling for someone. But he he doesn't go through with it, and that's like the point of like a big part of that story. Or does he? We don't know what happens in Obi Wan's life later. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're supposed they're still making that show, right? What Clone Wars? No, it's over. No, no, the Obi Wan show where he's like, oh, are they now? I don't know anymore. I thought it's, they were. It seems on again, off again, just like Solo Two. Like I have no idea what's happening with Star Wars after. I mean, there's going to be a Mandalorian season two. That's literally all I know. That's also all I care about. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's all I fucking need. Apparently, Ahsoka's going to be in it, which yes. Who? No, I'm kidding. I know who that is. All right, let's let's recap. Uh, so we have at number eleven, Attack of the Clones. At number ten, we have Phantom Menace. Number nine. Revenge of the Sith, number eight, Rise of the Skywalker, number seven, Rogue One, number six, The Last Jedi, number five, Force Awakens, number four, Solo, number three, Return of the Jedi, number two, A New Hope, and at number one, 
The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I think round of applause. We did it. <laughs> so that is the Star Wars War. Now, I guess we could wait until like maybe another trilogy comes out to do another ranking, but I think we'll leave it at that. Uh, but I think you guys should watch some of the shows and we start talking about them. True. Let's watch uh, all the James Bond movies and have a James Bond war. Mm, <laughs> I'm ready. I've seen them all, man. I'll fucking do it. Yeah, but you, you went, uh... <laughs> That would be difficult. That would be fucking really hard. What, we got, like, 25 movies? 26? Soon. Fuck. 25. 25 official ones. There's gonna be 26 in November. And then there's also at least two, I think maybe three, like, others that aren't part of the Eon Productions official chronology. Let's do Marvel Cinematic Universe War. But they're still making those, left and right, like every year. Are they? We haven't gotten anything this year. That's true. Well, we haven't gotten anything from anyone this year. <laughs> I mean, no, we've gotten some things. They they circumvented the movie theaters and they got pissed. But yeah, we go. Got, we got them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Should do that some more. Yeah. How would you guys feel about starting now till when is the new uh, James Bond movie coming out? November. November. Well, maybe November. It depends. I, I, feel like I feel like that's way too big of a task to try to do all in one go. No, yeah, that's that's twenty five movies. I think it's probably it would be better to try to do it by like decades or like clumps or like let's do five or actor or actor the Connery movies, the more movies, one uh, movie from each actor. Let's do the Connery movies of James Bond first. That's our next movies to watch. My favorite. So. But anyway. Besides Pierce. I love Pierce. <laughs> before mm-hmm. before we sign off, anybody have any news besides... I'll just put this one out there. PS5 was supposed to uh, be revealed this week, but because of the current events, they decided that, you know, other, you know, they should put more focus on uh, the, the current events. And that they are postponing it. Uh, I don't have an opinion. It is what it is. Um, I hope it's next week. <laughs> That's all I'll say. They bought. They 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 just pushed it back. Who cares? I mean, we'll we'll know eventually. It's not like we're going to be able to buy it next week. They're not going to pull a Saturn on us or anything. I'm just. I'm. Uh, and this is not me getting into the current events. I'm just itching to see something different than what we see on the news with uh, COVID and you know what's going on. What's COVID? Oh, yeah, that's, that's over. Uh, <laughs> I ain't done heard of that. <clears throat> I mean, it's gone for all dead's purposes now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of had a news thing, but it, it's also kind of like minor. Um, uh, we don't know what it was, but Sony has canceled something that Hideo Kojima was working on. Um, people are saying, oh, Death Stranding wasn't a financial success. Did that have something to do with it? And Kojima in an interview was like really defensive. He was like, what are you talking about? It was a financial success. So there's like a weird kind of debate with, was it on Sony's terms? Was it, or was it on your terms, Kojima? But uh, purportedly he's working on like four things all at once. At least one of them is like the next big game. At least one of them is something small. At least one of them is something that isn't a game. It's probably a uh, movie. Apparently, apparently, no. Well, he wants to do a movie, but he's not presently working on one that we know of. 
but he's working with some other author on what seems to possibly be a manga project. And he's also talking to, uh, what's that guy's name? Shinji's Mikami, the guy who does all the designs and shit. Okay. They're, they're working on a project, which also sounded like it was going to be extra. It's not a video game. It's also like a manga or it's a story or something. And they want to do like a mecha thing. I thought, I thought he wanted to take a break in video games, or was he just wanting to take a break from Metal Gear? His studio is working on at least two games, apparently maybe three. So, no. <laughs> that doesn't mean that he's, like, directing them. He's not, like, in there doing everything. But he's he's got to be involved. He's producing them. I feel like anything that has the Kojima name on it, he's always putting his hands in it no matter what because he's yeah. perfectionist. Yeah, He'll step in and be like, hey, so uh, maybe you should make this woman wear a little less clothes. I don't know. <laughs> um, For sex appeal. Yeah. You know, I want to see cosplayers. To kind of feed off of Kojima, <laughs> remember the rumors about Silent Hill going to like PS5 uh, or like uh, Xbox? Like that was like a thing. Uh, mm. So I think the rumors about Silent Hill was because the DLC is going to Dead by Daylight where Pyramid Head's going to be in that game. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that that got released, and I'm hoping the rumor is still alive. Uh, a lot of Sony people are uh, denying it, but then again, that could just be smoke, uh, smoking, you know, saying, no, we don't have it, and then in the reveal that we're, we're going to get down the road, Silent Hill is going to show up as one of the trailers. So that could be a thing. I don't know. But I feel like all those people that like follow trademarks would be like on this and be like, "Yeah, Sony has it." Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I think the rumor is killed. And I, I'm just, I'm being uh, optimistic and hoping that it's they're wrong. Well, Kojima w- said he wanted to make a scary game anyway. He could just make a scary game. It doesn't have to say Silent Hills on the box, does it? No. I hope we don't have Norman Reedus in it, though. I'm tired of seeing Norman Reedus. <laughs> I've seen him naked. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like he's always going to get, like, these, like, high-paying actors and stuff. And then you, you got to think about, like, budget-wise. Like, is Sony... Because, you know, Death Stranding was not that great uh, as far as sales, uh, according to... Uh, not according to Kojima. <laughs> yeah, not according to Kojima. But, like, these big actors are not going to be doing it for, like you know low money they're gonna want the millions or maybe maybe 900k at least and i i don't see sony paying for that all the time with kojima but he's he's best buds with some of these guys he's buddies maybe they'll they'll do it as a favor maybe we'll see other than that zach do you have any news no no okay I think we're, <laughs> I think we're going to sign it off because this was a beefy episode because of Star Wars. We always knew it would be. Yeah. Um, if you it guys ended up being shorter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought it would be at least maybe two hours, but we we cut it to an hour and a half. Um, if you want to catch more Big Trouble Little Podcast, make sure you go to novnetwork.podbean.com. We're also on iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, soon, I think we're going to be doing the Nemesis Project with the books. I'm actually almost done with the first book, Zach. Do you still want time to read the second one? Yeah, I, I actually do want it because I do. I forgot how good the first book was. Yeah, it's great. And then yeah. the second one's really good. The one for RE2 is really good, too. 
I I might be getting all of them, by the way. I mean, I'll, I'll we'll talk about it uh, after I'm done with the second book, but I fucking want to read it all. It actually brought my interest into reading the Resident Evil universe again. Um, so if you want to catch up with the Nemesis Project the same way as I said before, uh, we're, we're we also been on a a wrestling hiatus because of all the shitty fucking content that's coming out. I know we could be watching all the old school stuff, but I, I kind of want to make it special in a way. I don't want us to keep on doing reviews. I got to think of a way that it's going to be. I know we have the our little Google Docs that we could you know dive into and do. I just want to somehow make it unique where I can be like, hey guys, check this out because you know wrestling is shit right now in every product that is happening right now. Uh, so we're talking about getting some color, by the way, which is our wrestling podcast. And you can always <laughs> and you can always catch me streaming some video games here on twitch.tv slash JoeDub35. Andy, are you been streaming lately? Was it- yeah, I, I streamed Rock Band 4 last night, and I streamed Final Fantasy VII Remake today. Nice. <laughs> and uh, Zach, I'm still guessing you didn't create your separate YouTube channel. No, I keep forgetting to fucking do that. <laughs> I'm, like, not procrastinating on purpose. It's accident. <laughs> it's all good. I just want to make sure that, you know, people catch all our streams when we do stream games. Uh, then my next stream will probably be Thursday of me raging on Resident Evil 6. So <laughs> if you want to catch that, uh, watch on Thursday. But I guess we'll sign off here, everybody. Have a good night, and uh, may the force be with you. Thanks for listening.